guys. Welcome back to another episode of Two Girls Talking About Commitment. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, it's Kelsey. And it's Shanila. So last week we didn't have an episode because Kelsey was gallivanting across America. That's um, true. <laughs> so now she's back and we're back here recording, bringing you another hot one. Yeah, yeah. We are going to talk about millennials and marriage. And I I'm, I'm excited. But first, how have you been? I haven't seen you in a long time. I know. So I I feel like I always say this, but I've been working a lot. <laughs> We're trying to close on this house. So all, well, most of my money has been going to that. Yeah. <laughs> I know how that is. Yeah. So just you that. have been busy, though. I mm-hmm. know you've been busy. So we're supposed to close on our house on Tuesday. Yay. And yes, yes, yes. Very excited. I'm excited for you. Well, good. I have uh, also just been working a ton, so yeah. that is that has made it hard for us, but we are making it happen today. Yes, that's our lives. What's anything new though? Anything exciting that you'd like to tell the listeners about? Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin's coming in. She's coming in in a couple days. Yeah. Um, for her bachelorette party, and um, that I'm excited for that. I hope yeah. the weather stays nice because it's been all over the place, and right now it's supposed to like rain all weekend. But no matter what, we're gonna have fun, and so looking you, forward to that. You guys gonna party so hard? Oh my god, yeah! Penis shots. I'm and... not gonna know what happened. Like that's the, the weekend's you, gonna be a blur. Telltale sign of a good party. Yes, I you think I need yeah. to like get a GoPro or something so I can just record it all. No, I don't want to do that. Uh, Never mind. I think by the the end of the video, you'd be like, oh, God. (laughs) It'd be like like the hangover. Is this who I am? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we don't want to do that. You want to know something fun I did? Yeah. So the Sephora VIB sale is going on right now. Yeah? Yeah, it's like one out of two times in the year that Sephora does sales and like... So I'm you a Rouge crazy. member, which is like the top, the top tier. Yeah, yeah so of you get you an extra week of shopping. <gasps> so like right when the sale started, the day it started, I just went on there and I was like, I want this, this. And I just put everything in my cart that I could possibly want. Yeah. The cart was like $3,000. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I don't need everything. <laughs> but it still ended up being a pretty penny. Yeah. Like a beautiful penny. The prettiest penny you've ever seen. <laughs> That's going to be, like, so fun for you, though. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. What's really funny about it is that my boyfriend bought some headphones, and he didn't tell me about it. He was like, I felt bad because we've been spending all the money on the house. And I said, of all the people to feel guilty around for shopping, yeah, it's not me. <laughs> and then I told him, I was like, Sephora VIB sale happened, so, like, I spent a lot of money. And he goes, what? like a hundred bucks and i was like <laughs> you're like do you know me yikes <laughs> have you been to sephora buddy <laughs> yeah no joke though i'm happy for you that you did that and that you gotta have fun with that i felt like i earned it after this month <laughs> i feel like you should i agree i agree you need to treat yourself yes. and i feel like you should um Write some articles for our website about tips and tricks and make for makeup because you're so good at it. I I I, I think I think it'd be fun because I did like one Instagram live story and people were like, I loved it. I yeah. watched the whole thing. I loved it. And yeah. then I watched your twelve hour later thing <sighs> to make See, sure. So it yeah, up. I'm trying to do. You know, I'm just trying to keep myself busy. I'm busier than you already are. Well, yeah, because you can't just always work. No, you have to find some fun. You know, you can't just always be busy all the time working because then you just go crazy yeah it's no fun i hear you all right let's get started with this super exciting topic i'm actually really excited about this because i feel like this pertains to us it does i would say like as someone who's in a long-term committed relationship shanila over Mm -hmm. there and as someone who has been through a marriage right yeah i feel like this is very interesting and we can relate to it and hopefully our audience will relate to it. So the first article that we're going to go through is called how millennials are redefining marriage. It's um, by Marissa Hermanson Mm -hmm. and I found it on the Gottman Institute website. Millennials are those born from 
1981 to 1996. That's mm-hmm. how she defined it. And I know yeah, if you, it's a lot longer than you'd think it is. Yeah. I know if you Google it, you might find like some different years, but that's what we're going off for this article. Mm-hmm. And she really gives like a lot of reasons why millennials see marriage so much differently than previous generations. Yeah. Like our parents and our grandparents. And it's interesting. I guess it's not something that I had really thought about before right. we, we kind of just stumbled upon this article. So big reasons that, that are redefining marriage for millennials are careers and personal needs and goals. Um, People want to be financially stable Mm -hmm. before getting into long-term relationships. And she even said that, uh, you know, a lot of people now just question the meaning of marriage and, right. And they also millennials are placing personal needs and values first. I mean, we we're kind of a selfish generation. Yeah, we are a little bit more selfish. And honestly, when I was reading the article, I was taking a lot more notes than I thought I would. Yeah. I thought I would just read it and be like, okay, I get it. We're not getting married. But I mean, there's a lot more <laughs> to it than that. It there seems is. Like. That's what I like, came to realize as well. Like we're just a lot more self-centered as mm-hmm. an age group. I think it's because we have the resources yeah. to do that. Because I feel like earlier generations were more like financially dependent upon each other. Yeah. They just didn't have as many options. That's a, I think that's a huge thing. Like that's what you did. You got married and Mm -hmm. you went from, you know, your parents taking care of you to your husband taking care of you. And there wasn't really an in-between where you took care of yourself as a woman. And nowadays there's, you know, there's so many more opportunities and options for women. Right. And I feel like we're thriving in our independence. We want to be independent. Like it's important to us as women we don't want to just rely on a man right away or for our whole lives. We want to kind of like establish ourselves first. That's That was a big thing in the articles for men and women, um, just establishing them, themselves yeah. before committing to a relationship. Yeah, like a big thing that it mentioned was that women didn't have the choice and that, like you said, they had to rely on men. So now, now I'm wondering... Are women just the center of marriage? Because Right. That's if, a great question. Because now women are on their own. They have their own careers. They make sometimes better money than men. Right. And even from other podcasts that we listen to, listening to some of the single women talk, they question, how do I treat a man that I make more money than? And it's like, yeah, it is changing. And I guess not everybody's mindset is like, dude, you make more money. If he's not okay with that, then, like, fuck him. Right. Or whatever, but... It's weird that that's, like... It's a question that... People haven't asked Yeah, it used to never be asked. Exactly. So, um, and I I think that, aside from that, you know, we have the idea that we should be settled and have ourselves together before we let anyone else into our lives. Mm -hmm. And some millennials don't get it together. So then they're like, why would I get married if I can't afford to get married? Right. You know, because you don't have to depend on somebody else if you can't really take care of yourself, I guess, you know? Right. I I think too, like something else this article said is just that people experience marriage as an option now rather than a necessity, you know, like it used to be something that people had to do. Right. And now it's just an option and you you can get married. You don't have to. You can be with someone forever and never mm-hmm. marry them. You have so many more options now. And a lot of things are more acceptable in society now right. than they ever used to be as well. Mm-hmm. Something I wrote down that I think is from that article. She said marriage is no longer the first building block to adult life. Right. Whereas before it was like, let's get married and then we'll go to you know, get our jobs and then we'll buy our house. And, mm-hmm. you know, and you kind of needed each other's incomes. To do all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of the times I feel like women didn't really, did we say they don't work? I mean, yeah, they didn't really work. So only one person yeah, they were house, was doing everything. Yeah, they were housewives for the most part. Or they didn't, or they had lower paying jobs. And yeah. a lot of women don't want to be that. A lot of women want mm-hmm. to have jobs and they Put their career first. Yeah, yeah. And building themselves Mm -hmm. before being a mother and a housewife. I think some of that might be the fact that, I mean, it just costs so much to live. So, like... (laughs) It's a necessity. College, girls in college are like, I have to get a freaking job when I'm done. Like, that's my goal because I have to pay off my debt and Mm -hmm. I have to make money to survive now. Right. And And they don't want to be, quote unquote, traditional. Yeah. They don't want to be that traditional 
in the house taking care mm-hmm. of everything these days. Yep. And I think that the roles are starting to get flipped and you see like house dads. Right. You know, yeah. house husbands uh-huh. and men starting to stay home. So yeah. I think that everything is just changing a little bit because there's more options. And on top of that, there's like dating apps and shit. So it's like, yeah, even if you met the perfect guy, let's say you met your high school sweetheart or something and you dated for 10 years it's like there's dating apps out there there's millions of people out there you know they meet people all the time so i'm thinking like maybe it's a sense of security too yeah or it's a sense of like is this the right decision since there's so many other decisions out there i think that's something that was mentioned in the article if not this one then the next one but just that we have so many options. Mm-hmm. People don't... Millennials are afraid to make the wrong decision. They're like... They're, yeah. There's too many can, decisions now. <laughs> exactly. And it's hard for us to make those decisions. And so... It's like going to the fucking Cheesecake Factory. Right? Have you ever gone there and looked oh, yeah. at the menu? It's And just thought, just forget it. Just forget it. Give me a Caesar salad. I'm out. <laughs> because you cannot <laughs> choose. There's too many options. I, it's so true. If there's like... I think I heard this on something. If you're on Netflix and you're trying to pick a movie to watch, yeah. there's too many effing options. You'll spend yeah. an hour trying to find something to watch and then you're like, fucking, I'm going to bed. Friends. Oh. Or you, you end up on friends. <laughs> but if you're like on a move or on a flight, like right. an airplane, and it gives you like five options, you know? Yeah. You, you like, ju- you just choose one real quick. Yeah. You're like, I'll watch She's the Man for the 70th time. Right. Fine. You just, whatever's there. That's probably how it was for our parents and grandparents. They were well, just yeah, like, exactly, picked they the met, hottest but... girl in school or on the block or whatever. Yeah. And now we've got access to the whole world. You know what else? We can also probably think the women of the 70s that were like, fuck that. I'm going on birth control and I'm going to let my flower out. Absolutely. I'm stop wearing a bra. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like totally, they were, they, they were just out. They were free. They were They're like, like fuck it, this yeah, is who I am. Fuck the standards, exactly. And I think uh, <laughs> they paved the way. And then women of the '80s were like, uh-uh. "Do we have to do all this?" Right. So I think I I love the fact that women are so independent these days because mm-hmm. I don't want to just be the stay at home housewife or stay at home mom. That's which nothing against it. Yeah, like, there's I have family members that. that that is what they are, and they love it. If I had the means, girl, I'd do that. But that's cool because I have the option that I right. can do that. You know, like it's if, cool I, if that I you have, have the, money, the option, like I don't have to do that. But if I wanted to, I could probably make that work somehow. Yeah, and another thing too is our older generations or previous generations they cared about you know the societal standards. I think mm-hmm. religion played a lot into right. marriage and getting married before mm-hmm. living together, or having kids, or any of that. Yes. And now millennials just. They break all the standards. They break all the standards and they they don't base a marriage or relationship off of societal standards or economic standards. They're just, they want love and commitment and mm-hmm. they don't really care about the external valid- validation. Everybody's kind of just like, I'm going to do me and I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. We're going to do what we want to do. If nobody likes our relationship, shove it. Like, yeah. you know, and it They're was, it was yeah, it was never... Like that in the past. In the mm-hmm. past, everybody cared about what everybody else thought. Right. So, and I and I know that. I mean, I still see that in previous generations, and like some, like my grandparents or uh, you know older people in my family, they're very much like they have a hard time understanding why you wouldn't want to get married. And- what? Yeah, like why you're living with someone that you're not married to. Right. My grandparents had a hard time understanding why I wanted to get a divorce and like oh, you know man, that, that that was hard rough, yeah. that, they were the hardest people for me to have to talk to about it well yeah I mean one of the like there was like a there's like a meme of like two old people and they say like how do you guys stay together for so long mm-hmm. and the old people are like well we come from a generation where you fix things rather than buy one. yeah one you fix things when they're broken rather than throw them right, out something exactly like that. Yeah. but these days people are just I don't know what it is. Like, they're more cynical or it's, like, easier to just throw something out. I don't, I don't know. know what it's... it is either. It's, I mean, to me, it's it's sad. Yeah. Even, you know, even though I've been through it, it's sad yeah. that there's so many divorces. But it's also, I don't, I still don't think you should stay in a relationship that you know you're not going to be happy in right. for the long run. You can put so much work into a relationship. Yeah. I, I mean... My ex and I, we probably could have made it work. Like, we could have just stayed together, but we would have stayed together. In in my opinion, it would have been, like, as roommates for the rest of our lives. Like, I 
I would not have been happy. And I, I really don't know that he would have been happy for very long. Yeah. And so to me, it's kind of like, you know, why do What's that? But see, that was another thing that was in this article is that divorce rates are making millennials more cynical. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know the exact statistic. It's like 50% of marriages end up in divorce or whatever. Something like that. At least, I'd say. I mean, it's it's pretty high. Yeah. And honestly, whenever I see like long-term relationships, even just famous people or something, yeah. and I see them break up after they've been together for 15 years and they break up, I'm like, well, if they can't make it... <laughs> Who can? Who can? <laughs> but for real, like, me and my boyfriend have been together for five and a half years, and I tell people, like, oh, we've been together for five and a half years, I'm not married, we're buying a house, and they don't get it. Yeah. They're that's... just like, wait, what's taking him so long? And I'm like, he doesn't trust it. You know, he... Yeah. Uh, another thing is, like, a lot of these kids are coming from divorced parents. Yeah, totally. So they're like, why would I do it and when I don't have a good example to emulate? Exactly. And here's the thing is, I came from divorced parents who were divorced. They got divorced when I was two, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember them being together. Yeah. And, and that didn't, obviously, didn't scare me away from getting married. But it also didn't scare me away from getting divorced in right. the sense that... I knew I was going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and I don't, I mean, they say that, you know, if your parents are divorced, then maybe you are going to be more likely to get divorced. But it's yeah. also, like this article said, the other aspect of that is that maybe you're just more likely to not get married. Right. Because at that point, you're just like, why would I even do that if I'm happy with my relationship, mm-hmm. how it is? I think people are just getting more comfortable kind of being in these long term relationships yeah. and these partnerships as opposed to, actually getting married and even when people get married these days they don't even combine finances all the way sometimes oh yeah and there's i mean like they just still split bills like roommates yeah marriage in itself just is so different than it ever used to be right everything used to be combined it made mm-hmm. sense it was a financial bonding it was like a lot of people refer to it as a business contract yeah it was like let's make these decisions who's gonna do this who's gonna do that right and you know, those were their set roles and their jobs and their relationship. And these days, it's more like, well, I'm more dominant in my life. I'm not going to just let you tell me what to do. Right. So I feel like... There's still... A lot, nowadays, yeah. there's a lot more independence within mm-hmm. relationships than there ever has been. Right. I think, too, for me, mm-hmm. I w- would probably be okay never getting married again. Not saying that I won't. You know, if I'm with someone that is right. that that's what they want and... And I want to be with them. And I know mm-hmm. that, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to, I plan on being with you forever, hopefully. But I just don't have, you know, I don't need to get married again. Just because I've been through it. But I understand people that haven't been married before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something that most people want to do in, in their life, you know. So, I think if you haven't done it and you want to, mm-hmm. then you definitely should. If you're just with, try it. No, <laughs> you should do it if you, you know. But something else I think that millennials don't realize going mm-hmm. into a marriage is how much work it is. Like, people say, oh, marriage is work. And millennials like, yeah, whatever. I was hoping you'd touch on that because no offense to all millennials. I'm I'm speaking to, you know who you people are. The ones that don't want to work. The ones that are like, think things should be handed to them mm-hmm. because you had everything handed to you. I mean... You have to work at something. Yeah. You can't just let things go at the first sign of struggle, you know? That's so the thing. I feel like that's another thing. They have less work ethic. They're like, why should this even be hard? Because right. something like are not hard. Easy. Are you kidding me? It's going to be work. It's <laughs> like some, it is work. Some things are struggle. That's it's just not easy. It it's not all just rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. It's it's work and there's good days and bad days and good months and bad months. And you can call me a hypocrite for saying all this because I got a divorce but I learned a lot from it and Mm -hmm. I learned through the divorce and the separation and everything that it is a lot of work and I don't know that I was ready to put in all that work you know when Mm -hmm. when I initially got engaged and then didn't realize how much work it was going to be until I was already in the marriage and so yeah I know now going forward it's it's just work like it's not 
<laughs> it's it's enjoyable. It should be enjoyable too. But I remember texting some of my friends that had been married for you know that are a little older than me that had been married for a long time mm-hmm. when I was going through it all and just being like you know how do you make it how do you two make it work what yeah. you know like what do you guys do and like I just don't have these this connection there yeah. to make me even want to try mm-hmm. and and I remember one of them told me she's like well. Like, yeah, it's work. There's some days that I don't want to be in this marriage. But yeah. she's like, but every day I still have feelings for him. Like, I still care about him and love yeah. him. And, like, and I can't picture my life without him, you know, mm-hmm. even on the days that I think that I want to be by myself. Yeah. And th- so I think it's both. There, I still think there should be some sort of connection Yeah. Um, or want to be with that person. Mm-hmm. But it's not always going to be there. And when it's not, there needs to be some work put in. Yeah. Lately, I've even been questioning, like, if me and my boyfriend should even get married. Mm-hmm. Because I've never, I've never, like, pictured my wedding. I've never thought, like, what would my wedding be like? What would, right. you know, all the stuff that right. goes into it. All I've ever thought is, like, I want to have a commitment like my parents do. They've mm-hmm. been together for, like, 30-something years. Right. That's a long time these days. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I always knew that I wanted to be like that. And I didn't really care how I got there. So, I think... Things are changing. And 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 on top of that, like people didn't want to be unmarried and have a child. That was very frowned upon. Right. And as things start to separate more and more, like people will have kids now and not be with the parent. Yeah. And it's just more regular now yeah. for that to happen, to have a single parent and or a co-parent or whatever they right. want to call it. And I feel like as these things break down more and more, like you don't have to have your finances together. You don't have to have the right. be parents together. You can co-parent. I think as things break down more and more, people are just seeing marriage as an option less and less. I agree. Something, um, this is totally from Sex in the City. So if you don't like that, then I'm sorry. But it's just like when Big and Carrie talk about making their own rules. You know, I think Big talks about wanting to go stay at her apartment a couple nights a week yeah. just so they can like be separated a couple nights a week or something. And she throws out like, we're married. That's not what married couples do. Like, yeah. you know, and then it comes in the end of it all. They're like, no, we, we make our own rules. And so she does what he wants. <laughs> yeah. Like always. Oh my God. That relationship. <laughs> I know it's awful. terrible. Their relationship is awful. I totally agree. Yeah. Don't emulate that. But one. the only, the, what I did like about it is just that, from that one little blurb is just that <laughs> you can define marriage in your own right. way. Like a couple can make their own rules in their marriage. Mm-hmm. It should, it's not one defined definition, right. yeah. you know, it's you, just like family. It's just yeah. like families now these days. Like you, your family is whoever you make your family. It doesn't have to be like, your right. Totally. Family. So it's, I mean, things are just changing all over the place. Yeah. And some people just can't keep up with it. Yeah. <laughs> they get I confused. Think, They're like, what are all these things? I think the previous generations are having a hard time. Yeah, they are really bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like a big struggle here, accepting mm-hmm. our generation and just our, the choices that we're making. Yeah. But I mean, you're constantly putting little things in to make your yeah. life with that other person work. Right. And that's, I mean, that's just not for everybody, especially with how selfish and self-centered this generation is. Yeah. I mean, both of us are in this generation, so we've seen... We're talking about ourselves, Our people too. <laughs> growing up, yeah. So yeah. it's like, I see how people are growing up. I know I've said it a million times, but, like, things are really just changing, and it's it's different, and... It's different, but it's okay. It's Yeah, it's exa- no, that's, nothing, I think that's the point. Yeah, there's it's, nothing right. wrong with it. So mm-hmm. from this article, there was something that uh, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, who's a licensed psychologist and couple counselor, said, and he said that millennials today entering marriage are much more aware of what they need to be happy in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And he says this because we've allowed ourselves a number of serious relationships prior than the one the marriage, basically, you know, people a have lot of, a lot more serious relationships before they have the one. Yeah, because people are getting married in their mm-hmm. 30s now instead of at 18 and 20. Yeah, that was another thing I wrote down. Yeah. Like the average wedding age for men is 30, mm-hmm. and for women it's 29. Yep. Whereas back in the day, it was like 22, 20, 21 for women and 23 for men. Wow, I feel like that's so you got 10 way years too young. almost. You've got almost 10 years yeah. where you're out there like living life and probably another thing people are doing is like 
they're okay with living with the opposite sex before marriage. Whereas right. it and was like, we need to be married before we get that's a big move in together. In my opinion, a big thing. You're like, yeah, because if, if you, you live with someone, you're like, you it's are. totally different. <laughs> Spending it's the night with different. someone every night is still not the same as living with that person. Yeah, you'd have to like spend every single night there for years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Amy. My question you did. <laughs> I just showed up one left. day and never left. <laughs> it's my favorite story. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Some people can relate. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, like millennials, they're redefining not only what it means to get married, but when to get married. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of them, what's important to, and when I say them, I mean us, now is to gain valuable experiences and build strong and successful relationships. Yeah. You know, rather than just doing what you're supposed to. Yeah. Rather than doing what you feel is the quote unquote next step. Exactly. Next step. (laughs) Next step. (laughs) (laughs) I think, and I think that it's good. I think it's good to be in a few relationships, make some mistakes. Like, honestly, you have to like, that's Try life. different <laughs> foods before you know what your favorite food is. Oh, you totally. can't just jump in and be like, yeah, it's it's mushrooms. And then you only Love ever them. eat mushrooms? Yeah, that's dis... <laughs> that's nasty. Yeah, I'm not going to live off that. Yeah, so, you know, you got to dip your toes in the water. And honestly, um, I read something a long time ago. I think I was 19. And, and I still have kind of been living by it where it said, when you get into a serious relationship, you stay in the relationship for five years because after five years you can decide whether or not you and that person can get through the fights, can get Mm -hmm. through probably living together, can get through um, the hard times and see how the other person acts in those times. And then if you get married, wait five more years and then have a kid. Like it was like a five year plan for each step of a relationship because that's a decent amount of time to get to know somebody and see what they're traits are and see um what their bad habits are and if Mm -hmm. you can tolerate that that's something else in my opinion too is that you should date someone for quite a few years yeah if you if you didn't know them prior to to starting Mm -hmm. to date them like if you were friends in high school or you know you've been like mutual friends for For the last few years years or whatever and that's different but if you just met someone and just Mm -hmm. started dating them Give it a few years before you get engaged and then be engaged for a while and then, you know, then get married. Yeah, girl, I've been trying to, I've been barking up that tree, okay? (laughs) Me and my boyfriend were friends for a couple years, then we started dating, and like two years into the relationship, I was like, well, we really like each other, are we going to get engaged or something? And then, uh, you know, we had... We were in school, and then he wanted to get our first job and settle into that and yada, yada. And here I am. We're settled into the job, and I'm like, what are you waiting for, buddy? Uh-huh. <laughs> but now he's like, I bought you a house. That's a 30-year commitment. He said- That is true. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Like, you guys, are, that's more commitment mm-hmm. than- That's what he said. In my opinion. The way he put it was, if I bought you a $2,000 ring, $5,000 ring, $10,000 ring, a lot of guys would throw that away. Yeah. If they were unhappy. Yeah. If I buy you a $300,000 house and I sign my name to that for 30 years, we're in it, baby. Oh, yeah. No, he's <laughs> right. Like, that is a bigger gesture than putting a ring on the finger, in yeah. my opinion. So go him. Honestly, of, of let's say of the 10 people I've had this conversation with, I've had one person who was like, that's a big commitment. Good for him for making that jump. Because some people are like, well, shouldn't you get married first? Or no, like, yeah, not if you guys <laughs> don't want to. That's what I'm like. Yeah, it just relationships doesn't... are more of a mix and match situation these yeah, days. Yeah, it's what like what works for you won't work for the next person. It's bothersome to me <laughs> <laughs> that people are just like, but you guys haven't gotten married yet. They're like, very set on it's this. Like, like why A to Z thing? Why does it have to be in in contract? All the freaking thing does is make it harder to, to leave. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sorry, but if a person wants to leave, they're going to leave. Yeah, they'll and figure it out. No joke. Like, if you're dating or you're married, if someone wants to leave, mm-hmm. they're go in this day and age, they're going to yeah. leave. 
I'm sorry, but yeah. there's no security in marriage anymore mm-hmm. for can, for a lot of people. Yeah, you can for beat some, relationships into the ground before you decide to call it quits. But if you're going to call it quits, it'll happen. You're, yeah, I, do, I don't think for a lot of people, and I know this is terrible to say, but for a lot of people, marriage doesn't keep them together. They're yeah. not like, we are married. We're going to make this work. Mm-hmm. Some people, yes. But to me, in just the same sense, you can say, we're in a relationship yeah. or we're committed to each other. We're going to make this work. Mm-hmm. And you should do that first before you get married. Like you should have to go through those moments and decide if you're strong enough as a couple to get through those moments before you legally bind yourself to one another. Like people jump into that so quick. And I think that when people get married when they're older, sometimes they'll jump in faster. But mm-hmm. that's because you've gone through the hits and misses. You and probably have a better idea yeah, of what you chose, what you like. And exactly. Don't it makes sense to me if you're in your <laughs> 30s and you meet someone mm-hmm. and, you know, get married after a shorter amount of time. But if you're 20 and you're dating someone, <laughs> don't do what I out. did <laughs> and date someone for a year and then be engaged for a year and make a lifelong commitment to someone after two years of knowing them. That is of not knowing en- them, yeah. That is not enough time to mm-hmm. even know a person. So I've learned my lesson and I w- wouldn't do it again. I'm going to date someone for a long time before yeah. I get married to them. And and again, I, I really wouldn't push marriage on someone. I would push yeah. commitment, but not marriage necessarily yeah. onto someone unless it's something they really wanted and i'm mm. and i would be fine with that it's not like they'd be forcing me into something i didn't want <laughs> they bring you handcuffed down the aisle <laughs> drag you down don't like, make me do it <laughs> i i would definitely get married again you know it's just if i didn't get married again it wouldn't be the end of the world for me and, yeah. and truly i think i would probably have kids with someone first <laughs> before i got married to them like i i want to be married yeah for my kids you know i want them to see yeah. That their mom and their dad are married. You want to give them a good relationship yeah, to emulate. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, um, there's one other article that we grabbed, and it was by Liz Higgins. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist, and uh, the article is called Three Reasons Millennials Are Waiting to Get Married. So I'll just go through the reasons real quick, and a lot of it might be repetitive, but her first reason is the pull for independence. So like we said, we are a much more independent generation. You don't need that other person. Exactly. You want them there. And you don't, like, we don't really feel like putting other people's mm-hmm. needs before our own. So we're yeah. Kind of, we're we, fit- we put ourselves first. <laughs> we do. We put ourselves, we're a very self-centered generation. Yes. And we don't really like to compromise. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you have to compromise in a well, relationship. Yeah. Well, I mean, another thing is like, the longer you're single, the harder it is for you to go in and not get everything oh, you want. Oh, absolutely. Because when you've been single for long enough and you only have yourself to please and you can like break commitments with people and not feel bad about it, like, I'm going to take a nap instead. You know, right. you can't do that you to can't. a boyfriend like, or girlfriend. It's, They're going to get rude. mad. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're much more selfish and much more willing to put ourselves first. Yeah. Her second reason is called the choice paradox. And Ooh. that's what we were just talking about is... Just the fact that we have so many options when it comes to dating now and finding a partner that we take our time to explore those options Mm -hmm. now rather than rushing into a marriage or like, you know, getting married to the first person we go on a date with. Yeah. Um, We don't have to do that anymore. Thank you, Internet. Yeah. Seriously. Dating apps, phones, social media. (laughs) Y'all ruined it. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, there are so many ways to, I was trying to think of a PC way, but I just don't think there just is. Say like, it. I don't, there's just so many ways to get laid or like, yeah, find, seriously. Yeah. Or to like booty call people. I mean, on another podcast we listen to, uh, the UUP podcast, Jared Freed's always talking about like the Instagram tap on the window. Yeah. I never have thought anything. Yeah. I've never thought anything of like somebody liking multiple pictures in a row. Right. It's like, oh, they must like my pics. Right. Or I've never thought about anything about me going in right. and like liking a bunch me of neither. pictures. Granted, I don't go 58 weeks in where I'm looking and right. like things, that's of course. The, that's the thing. It's like when you like <laughs> you scroll to the bottom to like something, like you just stop That's me. where it's like, okay, okay. But this is a, one of the reasons you and I started this podcast is because we were like, we don't think about this stuff mm-hmm. because we're not out there in the dating yeah. single world. I didn't know world. some of the things that are going on out there. We've learned and a you lot. You guys are animals. Animals. <laughs> you guys are 
animal just <laughs> out there trying to get it like tap 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 can get it <laughs> like i mean honestly instagram uh, humbler humbler yeah the dating app that's a i didn't know that was one bumbler bumble what's it called <laughs> Tinder and Tinder? Tinder and oh my god, I like combined all of them. Hinder? Tinder. Isn't there one with an H? Hinge. Hinge, you did. I did. I combined did all you, three of those. What do you call it? Humber. Humbler. Humbler. <laughs> How did you even do that? I don't really know, but we should start a new dating app and call it Humbler and just make it all three of them combined. Cut this part out so no one steals our idea. <laughs> We're going to be We're the next ship. A... <laughs> We're going to make a genius dating app. I'm excited. I'm not because I don't see how that would work. They'd be that. like, who's going to download an app called Humbler? Humbler. They're going to be like, stay humble. Aw. That could be our catchphrase. I'm going to have to delete this. <laughs> <laughs> At least if you steal our idea, can you give us some credit? Yeah, honestly, I'm poor. We need help. <laughs> help me. I'm, I'm poor. poor. <laughs> Sidetrack, sorry. Sidetrack, yes. Um, something else is, I mean, this is totally, I'm just giving you all, all the single people out there that are listening a tip here. If you don't listen to... Girls Gotta Eat. Mm-hmm. Or just, You Up. Or You Up. Listen to those. But I was just listening to Girls Gotta Eat earlier today. Mm-hmm. And their guest was saying that if you're single, you go to Israel to meet a man. Oh, So just so you know. Why? Because all Israeli men have to be in the military. So they they're, grow up really fast. Mm-hmm. So they're more mature. Oh, yeah. And, and responsible. Yes. And apparently Israeli women are very difficult. Nice. This is coming from someone who's married to an Israeli man. And so, you know, this is not me saying this is someone else and so when like american women go over there Israeli men love them because they're not so difficult and like they're more fun according oh, okay. to this person because I, I was gonna say and so like, like some american women are difficult well absolutely <laughs> but then Israeli men want to cater to th- these american women because we're more appreciative apparently and like you know we're wooed by well, simple things yeah think of all the garbage men in america that there are who are exactly. like, let's split the first date or get into the relationship. No Israeli like, man. Gonna I'm not like going to spoil you anymore. Right. You know what I mean? I was talking to somebody at, at, at work about this. So she's like dating a new guy and he's really nice. She mm-hmm. treats her very well and like buys her like this, like a spa package. I don't uh-huh. know. We were all picking on her because we yeah. were like, oh, I wish my boyfriend sent me to the spa right? and like saying all these things. And then one of the uh, other girls at work who's been married for a while, she was like, you better take that while you can get it. Because my husband, when we were dating, bought me all this expensive jewelry, mm-hmm. expensive spa dates. And I said, I can't accept this. You know, like yeah. she was trying to, you know, she didn't want to take extravagant gifts. Right. She didn't want to take extravagant gifts because she was like, I didn't want him to think like I owed him something right. for it. Right. But then they got married and she was like, you can do it now. And that, right like she shut it down and he he listened yeah and i made the, the joke. one time he listened yeah i made the joke that like no nah, he he bought the cow he's gonna get the milk for free yeah now. damn that's <laughs> another reason you just shouldn't get married make them keep working for it make them keep wooing you see yeah i think i said this on the podcast before but somebody told me like if you keep him your boyfriend, he'll keep acting like your boyfriend. If you yeah. marry him, he'll act like a husband. Yes, you've said that. What what happens to people? <laughs> right? Stop getting so lazy. <laughs> it is lazy because it you, is get, laziness. Like, you get this idea that because you're married, you don't have to try as hard. And right. you, you start to drift apart because, well, I'm bound to them for life. And no, I'm you're just, not. <laughs> maybe that fear of, you know, you could lose them real quick. Should Maybe that's a good thing. That shit you know? might save your relationship. That might make you have a great relationship for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, her third reason is like basically what we just talked about. But it's based on the new definition of marriage. So yeah. I like what she referred it to. She said, some refer to this new type of marriage as the soulmate marriage. 
uh, where people are trying to find the perfect person who they truly and deeply love rather than someone decent to start a family with. That's awesome. Millennials may also be avoiding marriage to avoid divorce, which is what we just talked about. And the whole economical, emotional, relational implications of divorce and stuff. So, yeah, I love the soulmate marriage. and, And honestly... That's such a precious name for it. It is. And I think that's I think that's important. It really is because now that things are more separate and you don't have to combine everything, right. it's nice to know that what you are combining is your souls, your emotions, your feelings for each other, mm-hmm. rather than this dependence and this business contract that people often right. refer to it as. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to marry my boyfriend so I can have his money or right. so that we have to have things combined. I want to marry him because I want him to be my partner for life. Exactly. Because I've seen the way we work through things and I've seen the way that we can handle things, you know, whether we're having a downtime or an amazing time or our first honeymoon phase or our 50th honeymoon phase. Oh my God. (laughs) I want, I want that. And I want to see where that can go because I just like, you have to be able to mentally taste and mentally picture yourself on the metaphorical rocking chairs on the porch yes you know what i mean totally see the metaphorical rocking chairs and if the person you are currently with is not sitting in that rocking chair reading the paper griping about the kids across the street that might not be the person you're with when you're 90 right totally you know if you have doubts about it now how are you going to feel in 10 years 100 percent. and let me tell you Mm -hmm. some people might think like oh well you can picture anybody in that chair like you know if i if i'm dating someone right now i can picture them in the chair if you're with someone and you don't want to be with them or it's not going to work or something, yeah. it, it will be very, very hard for you to picture them mm-hmm. in that chair. That's what happened to me. I could not picture having kids with my yeah. ex. I could not picture buying a house. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't picture the things that you're supposed to be able to picture going through life with someone. I, I literally yeah. could not oh, picture them. And so sucks. that, you know, and I, I didn't ever think that would even be possible until it happened. And like, Mm -hmm. I literally would try and picture it. And I I could not adopt. He was not in the image. Mm -hmm. The reason I think both of us are kind of adamant about like getting to know someone for an extended period of time Mm -hmm. before you make these decisions is not only because these days we have that choice, but it's also because like you have to let the romantic dust settle. You really do. You're so enamored with someone for the first eight months to a year, sometimes longer, that you have to feel struggle with them Yes, to know if you're going to get through struggle. Like, I know we keep saying that marriage is work and relationships are work, but it's like, yeah, it's work, but it's like having a job that you enjoy. You're okay doing the work. Exactly. Yeah. You should be okay doing the work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, most of the time, it won't feel like you're doing work. But mm-hmm. sometimes you're just very aware that yes. you're working. <laughs> Something that I've come to realize too or um, have learned is that really just ask yourself, like, do you want to be with this person? Mm-hmm. If you're with someone right now, like, do you want to be with that person? And if you want to be with that person and they want to be with you, y'all are going to find a way to make it work. Right. If you can't say, yes, I want to be with this person, mm-hmm. then maybe you should stop wasting each other's time. Girl, I wish someone would have told me that advice when I was younger because I was in a long-term relationship. I was with this poor guy for five or six years. Mm -hmm. We were together for a long time. Mm -hmm. And when we first started dating, I had liked him for a year and a half. I mean, we knew each other. We were friends. So our relationship moved kind of quickly once it started. Mm -hmm. And throughout the relationship, I was just so bad to him. I would like break up with him, cheat on him, all Mm -hmm. this like crap. And then it was still me who would lay there in bed at night thinking, if I feel like this about our relationship right now, and I'm only, I think I was 22 or something. Yeah. If I feel that way now, how am I going to feel in 10 years? Yeah. How am I going to feel in 20? Do I see right. myself getting old with him? And I would literally feel this claustrophobic box right. it just feels start bad. to like collapse on me. Mm-hmm. But I'm still laying next to this person who, in his head, he's okay being with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could see this relationship working and I'm over here having 80% doubt and 20% will to make this work. Right. So I wish somebody would have been like, dude, you need to break up with him. Like Mm -hmm. this needs to end because it, it literally took like so much effort 
that by the end of it, I still ended up breaking up with him. Yeah. And I just like cried for 10 minutes. Like it wasn't even a long cry because I was done so over it. I don't for know. For a long time. I don't know that I cried once in the whole process of my separation and See, divorce. That's, how, that's another way you know. If you can't think about breaking up with that person and like being sad about yeah, it, I wasn't your scared to probably, lose them. Yeah, exactly. You're not in a relationship that you're scared to lose. Right. There's not something there. I feel like you should be a little scared to lose the person you're with. Yeah, like a little. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just a scoosh. Like it might be life reckoning. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, you'll be okay regardless, but yeah, there, I feel like really there should be that fear of mm-hmm. losing someone. Mm-hmm. Like I think about my life without my boyfriend and sometimes I annoy him and sometimes he annoys me, mm-hmm. but I try to think of what my life would be like if he wasn't there. Yeah. And I'm like, <sighs> anxiety. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. So I think that's good points have been made. Yeah. I really like this topic because me too. I mean, it wasn't you being cynical because you're divorced it wasn't me being bitter because i'm not married yet it was like this is how our generation is right it's a generational now. thing and maybe it'll come back around and the next generation is going to be super traditional or something right but, you never know but the way things are life has just given us so many more options yeah than our parents had than our grandparents had, yeah than and anybody I, th- had. I think it's a good topic too for anybody that's listening that's not married or in a relationship but not married and or single or whatever just to know that like you don't have to there's no standards that you have to live up to there's no you know right or wrong way just do what is making you happy or if you're with someone you and your partner happy and you know don't be worried about what everybody else is gonna think if you're a millennial that's just it's it's expected now like people are coming to realize that we're gonna do what we want to do. I actually saw, just we'll close out real quick, but saw a Facebook post earlier mm-hmm. today from this girl that I am not friends with, I wouldn't say, but acquaintances. I just mm-hmm. kind of know her. And she is married and she has two kids, one from her marriage and then one from previous mm-hmm. and like just not a previous marriage, but a guy that she dated. And she posted on Facebook today just a long paragraph just saying that her and her husband are not together anymore and mm. please don't ask questions and be res- please be respectful and you know it doesn't matter who left who or why or when or how mm. and if you come and ask us questions we will politely say the same thing that I just posted above and we are figuring this out between the two of us yeah. and I was thinking like well, that's nice because like then it's I'm glad she posted it because yeah, I, I was like, more power to you, girl. Like, like, are you guys still together? I right. Or like, why, why aren't you guys together? Like, mm-hmm. what? you know, there's not, she laid it out there. She doesn't want people in her and her spouse's business. And I think that's totally fair. Right. She's a millennial. They're millennials. Like that's, yeah. it's just a thing we do now. Like, you know, we don't mm-hmm. want other people as much as we put ourselves out there in the yeah. world. <laughs> we still want to be private. And as it's can, such yeah. a contradictory thing, but like, we we want people to see what we want them to see and yeah I we think wanna... that's why people like instagram so much i think it's so, so too. superficial oh it totally is mm-hmm. Every, and, but at this point now everybody knows it's so superficial like yeah. nobody's fooled by it anymore yeah my brother is at the front end of the millennial age yeah like he was born in 1982 mm-hmm. and he's been with his girlfriend for i want to say like seven years or something mm-hmm. like a long yeah. time and every time we're at the dinner table all of us are like why are you guys not married like we just Fuck just with fuck them with them so yeah. hard i mean obviously my parents are serious yes <laughs> of course they're they very much serious about it but like me and my boyfriend have been together for so long and they've right. been together for so long now that um y'all just pick on each other like about a joke it. Yeah. yeah like who's gonna go first and my brother always says when we get to the tops of mount fiji <laughs> <laughs> or he says some mountain, but he's always like, that's where we're going to get married. And she just glares at him and rolls her eyes. Yep. And I told my brother, you're doing the same thing that Jeremiah did yep. where you're like, I'm going to buy you a house. That's our marriage. That's, we just got married. <laughs> and I told I told them both. I was like, look, it's not necessarily that I want to get married, but like the ring is nice. Right. You can't lie to me and tell me that that ring is not nice. I have said, I have said that, you know. You I don't. Know? I don't know if I want to get married again, but you can still buy me a ring. Exactly, the ring is fun. <laughs> you know, 
If I could, <gasps> if there is one piece of marriage that I'm like, I really want that. It's the, it's ring. the ring. It's the ring. So that people don't look at me and go, why aren't you married? Right. Bitch, I'm not, but look. But look. <laughs> my, my dad and stepmom have been engaged for 20 years. I honestly wouldn't even care they, if that was my life. And she has a, she's worn a ring for 15 of those 20 yeah. years, I think. Like, she's got a ring. Like, people don't. Yeah. They don't ask. They don't ask. That's hilarious yeah it's so funny how that is a deterrent i know like that just the ring that's it my dad doesn't wear one obviously but it's also like nowadays i feel like a lot of men don't wear rings or maybe nowadays they do i don't know i just know a lot of men that don't i notice it quick i'm like man that guy's attractive oh he's married oh yeah like if you see the (laughs) ring you're like oh they're married yeah i just i think that men kind of like if you're dating someone Mm-hmm. Like, I think the man still wants the girl to have a ring, even if he doesn't really want to get married right away, because he still wants other people to know that she's taken. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you put a ring on me, I'm going to put a ring on you. See how that you works. You shackle me, I'll shackle you. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not like that, but you can still get me a ring. I don't care what you wear. <laughs> I'll take money. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> they just hand you a pile of cash. No, and I just, like, I don't know why I thought about this, but did you see? Did you see that Jason Momoa shaved his beard? Girl, girl. Sorry, but it just popped in my head, and I didn't want to forget about I it. You were gonna talk about getting handed a stack of cash, but this is more. Important. <laughs> this is more important. I heard about it, and I saw the beginning of a video where he started to shave it. I couldn't even watch it. I couldn't even watch it. <gasps> okay, I mean, he's still fine as fuck, but like... Is he? No, he really is. <laughs> in my opinion, he really is. I, I All my feelings are still the same towards him. They haven't changed, but I did prefer the facial hair. Like, don't shave! Why do men shave? Keep yeah. the beard. Oh. I think uh, they just like... They like change like we I was do. a little heartbroken. They do, but you know but what? He did I it for like the environment or something, didn't he? I didn't there read the reason. reason. <laughs> Someone sent me the picture. Why well, like, didn't even watch I didn't it. even Pull see it. Up. Let me see. Someone sent me a picture of it. Yeah, did you see? because they know that we talk about it all the time. <laughs> did you see the results of our Would You Rather a few weeks ago? Did you ever look at the? I results? didn't look at the final results. I don't remember exactly who was on there, but I do remember that. Um, which one was it? The Tom Hiddleston and Tom Hardy one? Yeah. Dude, I feel like Tom Hiddleston won by a little bit. And I just wanted to be like, yeah, Kelsey. Why, why people, people are hot for Loki. Why not attractive? <laughs> I hot even, for Loki. Let me think. I think like Thor or something was on the other day. Chris Hemsworth and Chris. Chris Evans? I think it was Chris Evans. That won? No, I Chris Hemsworth won. Come on. Okay, no, it was definitely <laughs> Evans and Hemsworth that were together. I have it written right here. Oh yeah, and then um, James Franco and Dave Franco. James Franco won. I he's I got look, some sexy appeal about him. There was some, there's just something about him where it's like he's so dirty, right? But so hot, right? And Dave Franco's just so groomed and beautiful that it's like, ugh, it's I get too it. Too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's still hot. Come on, he's still hot. He's got a little bit of a beard. I'm drooling. <laughs> I'm I'm having a physical reaction to the photo you're showing me. <laughs> you really are. I don't know what you want me to say. It's so hot. <laughs> He's so hot. I have a would you rather. Okay. For for this one. Um, would you rather Cole Sprouse or Dylan Sprouse? <gasps> That's kind of a hard one because it's like, yeah, they're twins. Okay. But you can 100% mm. tell the difference. Dude, I know my answer. I'm Cole Sprouse, 100%. Okay. Jughead. Why? I think that's, I think so too. Because he's got more of the, I mean, to me, Cole Sprouse <clears throat> or Jughead, character or real life, yes. he's more of the bad boy. Yeah, he, he is. is. Well, no, because, well... I don't know. I think they're both a little bit the bad boy because they like both smoke. Yeah. And they both like oh, are they're photographers so and they do like all these sexy things online. And I'm just like, your body they're says both I'm 16. Right? <laughs> a no little shit. Bit. Grow up but a little so, bit. But you're so, hot. I don't know. They are it. so hot. Is it like they're and so they're precious so that they're sweet. hot? I think they're actually hot. And they are <laughs> so sweet to their girlfriends. Yeah. They post about mm. them. They post pictures with them. Yeah. Like they say sweet things. I know. What I'm the so fuck? jealous. I wish I was Lily Reinhardt. Me too. But also she's precious. God, she's so precious. It. 
But I'm, man, I know I'm not good enough. I shit for the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Lily Reinhardt. You know, you know which version of Cole Sprouse I'm good enough for? Hmm. The version who's like 40, has not been an actor for 10 years, <laughs> is like getting a pot belly, <laughs> and has kind of failed a little bit. That's the version. <laughs> You're waiting for that one. <laughs> Yeah, the dad bod version. It hasn't come out yet. It's not there yet. No, you got a few years still. Can I tell you something that has happened with age? What? Okay. So if you didn't know, I am 30. I don't often act 30, I don't think. But there are certain things that will make me feel 30. Like, technically 18 is legal. Right. But now these days, some of these 18-year-olds be looking like 23-year-olds. At least. And I'm shocked. I'm fucking shocked. Some of the fifteen-year-olds look like they're twenty-three. Exactly. So when I see them, and I'm like, "Wait a minute! Someone look up how old this person is before I go to frickin' jail," and they'll be like eighteen, and I'm like, "I still feel bad. <laughs> I can't like this picture anymore." Yeah. Like I feel like the older I get, since my soul is so young, that's the excuse I'm gonna make when I go I like to it. jail. <laughs> <laughs> But I have a young soul. Excuse me. Um, Judge, your honor, my soul is young as fuck. (laughs) Have you seen my Insta? I've got youth. (laughs) Because we were talking about Shawn Mendes. And we couldn't decide how old he was. I still, we didn't even Google it. But I was like, that kid looks like 1920. Yeah. But then he has like these, like ads or whatever like cabin client ads where he's posing almost naked yeah and i'm just like i don't want to have a physical reaction to this stop it body (laughs) but you can't help it (laughs) seriously i literally we were at work and we were looking at it and i let out this weird squeak whistle like i didn't even know what the noise was (laughs) but how old do you think jason momoa is oh i mean at least in his 30s oh well at least yeah like older than that like, but exactly though, like you know, he's I, our age. I wouldn't no, go to but jail. The, I'm just saying, like opposite ends of the spectrum. I have a an attraction to him. Okay, I don't know if you listened to the latest you up, but they literally Jordana was like, "I do a would you rather that gets a lot of men in trouble." I heard this, girl. This is the situation. Would you rather okay, do fine. it with a 58 year old or a 14 year old? The fact that people would ever pick a 14 year old disgusting i was jumping out of the car i was even thinking like you could have said 16 yeah i thought that a lot of times throughout them saying it i was like 17 even yeah you know give him the give him the benefit of the doubt no mistake him for a 19 year old right but they said 14 and i was like nasty oh another thing sorry to elongate this we should do a whole what happens with age segment because I'm getting so much more prude. Like, Why? I'll hear certain rap tunes on the radio and be like, <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> or, like, see people with, you know, little shorts on, and I'm like, <gasps> Cover up. Those are not dress code. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a dress today. It, it's, like, one of those ones that, like, crosses in the front like this. Yeah. And it was dipping down. And I kept telling my boyfriend, I should have worn a tank top under this. Oh, my gosh. I know. And he goes... Seriously, if you're I, a woman. It's okay to show your body. And I was like, "That's so sweet of him." No, he doesn't care. Girl, <laughs> act how you feel, not your number. <laughs> well, if I wear a completely holographic outfit, then people tell me you're too old for that. <laughs> I mean, come on, which one is it? <laughs> and be like, "You don't know my age. You don't know me." <laughs> there you go. Then you're, and they'll be like, "Oh, you're, she's she's badass." <laughs> Instead of great. acting your wage, you act your age. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. I have a would you rather game. Okay. Do we have time for a game? Yeah. Okay. Also, by the way, Jason Momo is 39. Yeah, 30s. Legal. So 14 years older than me, and I would That's I would hot. say when I was your I age. I would say yes to that. Girl, when I was your age, that shit was like <sighs> how old are you? You're balding a little? I'm <laughs> in. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but not really. Anyway, would you rather <laughs> would you rather play along with us oh my god we have if you have anything you'd like to email us (laughs) (laughs) we got 
so caught up. We were we talking did. a we lot. We almost didn't plug ourselves. Yeah, we Holy are really shit. caught up today. So if you'd like to email us anything, please, please, please email us at tgtacpodcast at gmail.com. Um, games, anything relationship related, just anything you want us to anything talk about. Anything at all. Like, Nothing tell us about your table. day, something. We will find a way to we'll make it work. put it in the episode. Um, and also, please follow us on Instagram at Two Girls Talking About Commitment. And I am at Shanila, S E A N E I L A. And I am at Kelsey Bree, K E L S I B R E. All right. And also, oh. our website. Oh my God, is our website live. is up. It's beautiful. And it's simple just the way I wanted it. I, told I, him, I was love like, just it. a very simple, oh basic my gosh. site. He did exactly so good. What I yeah. More will be added to it as we yeah. go. I'm so excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go check it out. Commitment.wtf. Love it. Okay, let's play. Okay, let's play a game. Would you rather. Swim 300 meters through shit or dead bodies. Okay, um, Stassi. <laughs> what? She did that? Yeah, have you ever seen Vanderpump Rules? Uh-uh. Okay, do you know who Stassi is? I've heard of her. Okay, this is her, this is like 100%. I think she came up with it. Oh, she, she asked this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. So I love that you didn't even know, because I know you didn't know. And you know... <laughs> I think... <laughs> That's a hard one. Dead bodies. What? I would go with dead bodies. Well, I mean, I was going to say shit, but like, what if they had C. diff or something? Well, you're swimming through it, right? So you've got to, there's got to be. Close my mouth. Some like water to dead body (laughs) ratio enough to swim. What if it was so concentrated with dead bodies that you could just walk on them? (laughs) Well, then I'd walk on them and I'll swim through them. Like they're packed into the pool. (laughs) You gotta push them aside. You're just picking up an arm and moving. Excuse me, sir. I apologize. You know what, though? I feel like. What if one of them woke up, dude? Then they wouldn't be dead bodies. What if they thought they were dead? That'd be, that'd freak me out. It'd really freak me out. It'd be like swimming through the water in Titanic. Remember, they're they're all in life jackets flowing up and down, but they're all dead. They're bobbing and they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it'd be like. Be like swimming through that. Okay, so if they're that sparing, if it's that sparing, I pick dead bodies. But I I mean, 300 sounds like a lot. I think I'd pick... Um, wait, that's how many meters. Okay, yeah, they don't quantify how many bodies No, and let's just say, like, there's that many big piles of turds out there, too, floating <laughs> around. Like, I'd still pick the dead bodies. So, I guess dead bodies for me, too. I don't know. It's kind of a scary question. <laughs> <laughs> you asked it. It's scary, because what if they wake up, and then, like, with the poop, there's infection that might kill me, and then I would be the dead body that people are swimming through. <laughs> I would... I'm gonna... I don't want C. diff, so I'm gonna go with dead bodies. <laughs> You selfish ass millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have a dog with a cat's personality or a cat with a dog's personality? I know. Right off the bat, I'd rather have a dog with a cat's personality. I would rather have a cat with a dog's personality. Why? 100%. Tell me why. I like cats way more than dogs. I know. That's a very unpopular Okay, but opinion. then you're, it's going to have a dog's personality. Yeah, I kind of would want that. Because my cat sometimes now will play fetch, but he's kind of dumb. So he doesn't like bring it to you and drop it. He just like goes and, and gets, gets it. it and then brings it back. And his little mouth with his little whiskers and it's so cute. But then he just like drops it somewhere randomly. and you go Well, I like dogs better than I like cats. So I want the cats dog. clean themselves. But I want the cat. Exactly. But it's a dog with a cat personality. Yeah. Oh, so the dog would be licking himself? So the dog would clean itself and it would just cuddle on your lap and like curl up right there and like purr on your lap because it's got a cat's personality. Yeah, but it, it's and not going to And it's just gonna, this cute like, dog. It's not going to take it's itself like chill. to shit still. The dog can shit in the cat Else? litter then. Oh, it's not going to know it's to do that. It's got the cat personality. No, it has the personality, not the traits. Well, then I'll still, I'll just let it out in the backyard, whatever. <laughs> Um, would you rather date someone you love or date someone who loves you? Oh, God. Yeah, that one's hard. I liked that one. I won't. That's a toughie. I'm going to say date someone that I love. So I think, I think I would rather date someone who loves me because I feel like I would feel too empty because I feel like if you dated them and they loved you, like maybe they loved you first for a while, but then eventually you love them back, but they still just love you so much more. 
Yeah. You know, I think I'd I do okay know that. I've never been through that. I do know <laughs> that. And it didn't, it didn't work for me. It's scary. I think I feel like that would be a scary. You can't give them what you think they need. No, if oh. you love, cause if I, I'm saying I'd rather date someone that I love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's scary because if you love them more then mm-hmm. you know, you might, you'd be more scared to lose them or exactly. like, you know, you like hurt when they leave or if they leave. Right. When I am so pessimistic. <laughs> if they leave. Right. It's going to hurt like really bad. Yeah. But dating someone that loves you and we're saying here, like you don't have the same feelings in return. That to me is an empty feeling. Damn. Maybe I just want to feel it for a little bit, you know, like yeah. just see what it's like. <laughs> Test the waters. It did say date. Yeah, just date. You don't have to be committed to this <laughs> Could person. Could you imagine going on a first date and the guy's like, I love you? No, I would be like, okay, bye. They do that shit on How I Met Your Mother. And I, and honestly, a lot of TV shows, I'm just like, that would be creepy as fuck in Right, like life. this wouldn't actually happen. This I've wouldn't watched, work. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching Friends over and over and over again. And there's certain scenarios in the episodes where I'm like, how are y'all friends? Right, <laughs> right. You know, I can't really, I can't speak to this because I haven't actually seen Friends. I'm but. honestly just going to have to start giving you specific episodes to watch before we do this. Because there's some that are, like, relationship-based that I think would be interesting okay. to talk about. We could we could do that. Because sometimes I scream at the TV and I'm like, if you just communicated that, <laughs> just tell him and it'll work out. That happens so much on that show. Let me tell you something. I started trying to watch it. And I think I got through... Definitely the first season, part of the second, maybe. Okay. And then I realized why I don't want to watch it. Why? And I can't. I'm not going to say it online and on air. So I'll tell you when we're done recording. What? You're Sorry. just going to leave them hanging? Like yes. That? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, on that note, tune in next time to possibly <laughs> hear why Kelsey can't tolerate friends. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>